Appendix 18A, Transport for London Safety, Sustainability and Human Resources Panel, date 19th May 2014. Narrative of fatal incident, 26th of October 2013 at Mark Lane Station, as requested by the panel. The customer, DK, had been encountered by the station manager, SM, on the morning of 26th October during a delay on eastbound platform 2. DK was engaged in loud conversation with fellow passenger PP, subsequently identified as a colleague. Both were in discernibly highly animated conversation, but despite a redness to DK's face, neither appeared intoxicated or inebriated. It was particularly audible to SM since SM was located immediately outside the open door of DK and PP's carriage. The subject of the conversation was the performance of DK and PP's colleague, KB. KB was variously described by DK as too nice, not passionate and lacking the killer instinct to progress. PP remained largely quiet throughout, occasionally interjecting in defence of KB or attempting to ameliorate a point made by DK. Disparaging reference was made to KB's personal financial circumstances and DK seemed to partially ascribe this to KB's performance. Comparison was drawn with recent British Olympic successes, DK referencing Sir Chris Hoy. Work hard, make sacrifices and dedicate yourself. No one else's fault if you're not up to it. He needs a look at himself. When you're his line manager, you get an insight. You get a look into a person and what I saw when I looked into him was nothing but shit and fear. And that's the name of the game. You sacrifice. And yes, that includes bits of you. Bits that you love. It's not sacrifice, otherwise it's a fucking whiny, look at me, ego trip. And look what he went and did, right up to the end. Just wanted attention. On reflection, SM recalled that all reference to KB was in the past tense and assumed at the time that KB had simply left DK and PP's organisation. Only later was the significance of this and subsequent events realised. In the late afternoon of 26th October, the station manager was present on the westbound platform at Mark Lane Station. SM had swapped a shift with a colleague but otherwise reported no tiredness or fatigue. Delays on the westbound service had largely been resolved and capacity was high as was typical for the service at that time. Prior to arrival on the westbound platform, a passenger alarm had been activated, which, whilst unwelcome, was not uncommon for the evening rush hour. On arrival, the sick passenger disembarked and was recognised as DK from the conversation earlier that day. DK was able to stand, but immediately seated himself at a bench along the wall of the station, holding himself very straight against the wall as if to be as far from the train as possible. SM further observed DK was extremely distressed, but other than breathing very heavily, did not appear to be exhibiting physical pain. DK's breath smelt somewhat of alcohol, but not to a level that suggested extreme drunkenness. 
DK had scratches down the right side of his face, seemingly caused by his own fingernails, which were bloody. No other passengers reported a physical attack by or upon DK, although it was commented that he seemed to be having a seizure. For purposes of recording for emergency services, SM activated radio and the conversation with DK was recorded by Mark Lane Station Control. SM. Sir, are you all right? DK. Breathing heavily. No response. SM. Sir. Sir, can you tell me if you're okay? Do you want me to call an ambulance? DK, no, no, fuck off. I'm all right. It's just someone fucking with me, fucking stalking me on the train and fucking me about. SM, were they threatening you? If they were threatening you, I can send a message to the next station. So DK, no, 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 I don't let people threaten me. I don't let that happen, okay? I'm not a victim, yeah? SM, okay, DK, I'm not. SM, okay, DK, you saw it, right? Before the train left, right in the door, looking at me. SM, who? DK, fucking who? SM, who was it? DK, fucking gooning at me with his inaudible, fucking useless you are. SM, I want to help you, yeah? Now, can you tell me who? DK, well, normal height, bit short, average looking, face is too small, know what I mean? SM, right. DK, like dark hair, normal haircut. SM, eyes. DK, no. SM, what colour were this person's eyes? DK, nothing. SM, I don't understand. DK, eyes were just nothing. I don't know. There was this stuff coming out down the face and into the mouth. Fucking disgusting, but no one else could see it. It was right up against this tall guy's back and I could see all this fucking eye shit dribbling into his shirt and the teeth, the mouth was open but it was wobbly and I saw a tooth catch on the tall guy's shirt but he didn't notice He had no idea and I'm about to say something because it's fucking disgusting but then I realise who it is and I don't want it to look at me. I know if I say anything it'll know I'm there. I don't want KB to look at me. SM, why don't you want them to look at you? DK, Because KB is dead and KB is gone and spirits are not real and they are bullshit, yeah? Do you understand? Am I speaking fucking Japanese? SM, I understand you. DK, I'm not fucking mental. I am not a mental case. SM, I don't think that. DK, you're thinking that. I can see your eyes fucking lie to me at this point. SM, codes for staff assistance. SM, I don't. DK, it fucking saw me. 
The train wobbled and its fucking head swung and it saw me and it starts coming towards me through the people. I don't know how, fucking sardines. I couldn't see its body or its legs, just this head and this arm moving along the bar with these bits shredding off like pork. Fucking KB smiling with this wide open mouth and inside the mouth it's just black. It's a fucking void and it's pushing its way between all these people and none of them do nothing. This dude's beard was in the mouth. He must have known but it was like it wasn't there. Except for me. And I'm trying to tell people it's there and they're just looking at me like I've got the problem. They all just ignore KB or what the fuck it is and they're telling me to cool it and calm down and I'm just boiling over and I press the alarm because I have to get away from these cunts and chill out and he hyperventilates. SM, okay, I think you might be having a panic attack. DK, I do not panic. Nothing to panic about. KB isn't real. I'm not going into his black hole. Can't make me. At this point, Mark Lane Station's deputy manager, DM, arrives and SM steps away from DK to update them. Mark Lane Station CCTV shows DK staring straight ahead then glancing quickly to his left, darting across to the platform edge and down onto the track. He moves into the tunnel, his leg brushes against the third rail. SM codes for passenger incident and the station is immediately closed for emergency service response. DK is later revealed to have died almost instantly from electric shock. Subsequent fatal incident review concluded that SM and DM had acted properly and could not have foreseen DK's actions. It was also noted that KB had recently died after suffering a prolonged period of work-related stress and that DK had attended an organisational commemoration earlier that day.